0: On this episode of the Quick Pop Podcast, it's another Solo Ace episode, bringing you all the news, entertainment, and opinions this week, including the WWE Draft, AEW's second week, and all the rumor mills floating around. What is up, Quick Pop Podcast family? How is it going today? I hope you all are having a great day, because let me tell you, This day has been fighting against me. It's once again your host with the most and here consistently every day. Cannot stop. Do not want to forsake you. It's Ace of Spades card. Uh, Let's get a little real for just a moment. Let's get personal. Uh, It's been a day. Uh, My co-hosts are all missing. Uh, Jake is on his anniversary. Ron is having to work late. And Slate. Uh, didn't directly tell me what he was doing, but I know he's busy, but it doesn't matter because none of that would have been a even an actual issue because in addition to all of that, my internet has gone out. Uh, the world is fighting against the Quick Pop releasing, but that's okay. Uh, we're still here and I will continue to provide you with a little bit of impert- entertainment a little bit of news and a lot of opinions. All for one easy low price of just hitting the subscribe button. Will you hit the subscribe button? So, of all the weeks to go out, of uh, all the weeks to have to do this solo with no backup, we have the week of AEW's second week. We have the Raw and SmackDown draft. I am not sure what happened on NXT. Uh, my normal panel of experts would fill me in. Uh, I do know that the women's division is getting hot down there. And, of course, Finn Balor is in there. So, of course, he's got something to say uh, down in NXT World. Uh, but I don't know the specifics because I wasn't able to watch both. And I haven't had time to keep up. Uh, but let's just uh, let's just go right down. Uh, to avoid the bias that people think I have even though I do, but that's a different story. Uh, we'll start with AEW first. Uh, I actually caught the replay of AEW. I don't normally get to catch the, de- the Wednesday Night Wars live. Uh, I am definitely a third-party bystander in the uh, Wednesday Night Wars. But let's get right into it. So on AEW, the big news was Chris Jericho debuting his new stable, The Inner Circle. Uh, that is himself, Semi Guevara, Jack Hager, Santana, and Ortiz. The inner circle. Uh, it's supposed to, as far as I can tell, be the big new heel stable. Uh, which is which is fine. I have nothing wrong with having a uh, with having a heel stable because this is they're going to weekly shows now, and so you got to start not necessarily hitting all of the standard pro wrestling notes, but. You, if you're going from being uh you know just a every couple of months having a pay-per-view and doing a lot of your stuff on YouTube you got to start not necessarily fitting the trends but definitely definitely d- hitting some of the the talking points and uh you need a good heel stable because it'll give something for the faces to potentially uh rise up against uh and it's nice that they're immediately putting together the inner circle because a lot of the members are well known already in AEW and it's giving Jack Hager something to do now that he's uh, no longer uh, his former self, uh, which is really interesting to see. We knew it was going to happen when a rival promotion shows up uh, to face off against WWE, but it's interesting to see just how many P- WWE uh, formers have moved. You've got Pac, You've got Jericho, of course. You've got the former Dean Ambrose, now John Moxley. Uh, I'm sure there's some others that I'm forgetting, but, you know, Jack Hager, the former Jack Swagger. Uh, Oh, oh, uh, uh, shoot. Uh, Sean Spears. I don't know why I wanted to say uh, something else, but yeah, Spears, uh, you know, the the former Mr. Perfect Ten uh just a lot of and it, and it's good uh I mean I'm a WWE fan myself but uh it's good to see that if you're not working in one you can work in the other like if it's just not working out it's just not working out uh and so it's good to see now they're in a different environment and thriving uh almost everybody that I listed no everybody let's just say everybody that I listed is thriving uh we haven't really seen a lot out of Jack Hager yet so it remains to be seen But, I mean, he looks like he's set up in a good spot. So, who knows? Apologies. Um, So, yeah, you had the inner circle, uh, you know, show up. Uh, Speaking of earlier with Pac and uh, Moxley, uh, he's kind of, like, inserted himself into uh, the Omega-Moxley feud. uh, Because Moxley was going against uh, Sean Spears, and he beat him via pinball, but then Kenny like, Omega came down and he had like a barbed wire wrapped broom, which was neato. Uh and he also brought a barbed wire baseball bat and he threw the bat to Moxley telling him like to pick it up so we can, you know, do this. And uh then Pac showed up uh and hit uh Kenny Omega with the chair. So he's kind of inserted himself in uh into their little feud or whatever. I don't know. It's it's interesting. Like they're already bringing out you know the big weapons, the barbed wire weapons and stuff. Uh, so it works out. Uh, you had the tag team championship first round. Private Party versus the Young Bucks, which is interesting because Private Party beat the Young Bucks. Uh, it was with a roll up, but you know you can't not. I mean, there's got to be a roll up. It's just it's just the fact of the matter. Like we're we live in that generation where somebody's going to win with a roll up every week. Uh, you also had Darby Allen beating uh, Jimmy Havoc to become the number one contender. Uh, cool to see Darby, you know, I mean, I say, I don't want to say like, it's cool to see Darby getting a push because I mean, this all just started, but it's, it's cool to see the names that weren't the big spotlight names going into AEW's initial show up. Like you could see who they're also trying to push, which is great because again AEW is very much like the wins and losses matter mentality which is cool. I can appreciate that. Uh and Baker and Rio defeat uh Priestley and Sakura uh yeah that one was kind of man not necessarily bad but uh it's cool though. I I like where they're going with that. And then uh Best Friends got a, a promo which was uh unexpected, but it was like this really weird promo where they also referenced somebody in the crowd and it was this whole big thing. Uh yeah, like, I mean, again, remember most of what I'm doing, I'm, uh, I don't know, I'm looking at from, like, an outsider end because, like, I'm watching it not live, so I don't got that same hype. I feel like a couple of things were kind of sort of spoiled, but not, like, really spoiled. Like, I don't know, it's, it's difficult to, you know, put that into words, but, like, I knew a few results. I just didn't know how we got to the results. Uh, But that was AEW, Uh, their second week. It looks like they are not playing like the ratings say they're doing fantastic. And I agree they are doing fantastic. But what I like that AEW is doing is they're not trying to throw everything at the wall just to be like, look, what we're doing like they're doing consistency, like and good consistency too. not like, you know, holding pattern consistency. Like they're going like, this is what we aim to do and we're going to do it. And so I can appreciate that. Um like I said I didn't get to watch NXT so apologies uh if we have some NXT fans out there let me know in the comments uh it's just the the state that I'm in I have just wasn't able to hit it all I can't do it all in an opinion at all I can do most but I can't do it all Um but if we go right into it the next thing that happened in the previous week since we've all spoken uh was SmackDown now uh Smackdown's been very hit or miss lately. Like if it's, it's had some high points and it's had some low points, but nothing like consistently like yes that, you know, give me more of that. Uh we had a lot of big I guess a lot of big things go down. Uh the Brock Lesnar Kane Velasquez thing, they pushed that some more. I'm still not really sure how I feel about it because I think they're I know they're fighting at a uh, at Crown Jewel. But I don't think it's for the title. And even if it is for the title, I don't see them giving it to Kane Velasquez, even though Kane has signed on. Like, he has signed on with a contract with WWE. Um, So, I mean, there is that. And they could push that, like, just going in the future. Maybe Kane's like, this is his debut to, you know, get in the squared circle. But I don't see if it is for the title, I don't see them putting it on Kane. Uh, and if it's not for the title, then what's the point? Congratulations, Brock is once again champion, and he won't defend it till the well, he won't he won't defend it at Survivor Series. I can just go ahead and guarantee you that right now. It'll probably be the Royal Rumble before he defends it. So there's that. Um, let's see, Seth Rollins win against Roman Reigns. Uh, oh yeah, that was the title. That was the titular match uh, from the very beginning of SmackDown because. Uh, this past week was also the beginning of the draft. Now, I'm not going to go over the full draft order. Um, There's dozens of places you can look that up. Um, I wish those were us, but, you know, we'll get there. But there are dozens of places that you can look up. Um, I don't think there was anybody, like, super notable that went here instead of there. Like, uh, like no one was like, whoa, they're on there now. Like, it's, I don't know. Uh, But it was supposed to be Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns to see who got the first pick. Now, what was interesting is that they're still pushing the angle of Seth versus The Fiend, and we'll get more to that later when we get to Raw. Um, Because, spoiler, uh, The Fiend got moved to SmackDown and Seth went to Raw, but let's just say I don't know what they're about to do with this. Uh, So we'll put a pin on that so we get to Raw in a minute, uh, but... Anyway, smackdown uh that was what was supposed to happen, but um, the fiend interrupted the match, and more or less like dragged the way they put it is uh they that he dragged Seth Rollins to hell, but like what he did is like he came up from the middle of the ring like underneath through the ring and like pulled Rollins down under the ring. And then, like, threw him back out, it felt like. And he was, like, violently coughing and everything. Um, And then he hopped up and was, like, staring down Seth Rollins. It was this whole thing where, basically, the Fiend attacked Rollins again, as he does. Um, So, technically speaking, Roman Reigns got disqualified, sort of, in a way. Um, So, Raw got the first pick, and they went down the the line. But um, King, King Corbin went against Shorty Gables. Uh yeah, that's his name now. Chad Gables is now officially uh Shorty Gables. Um The match was actually pretty good. Um I'm starting to see where they keep doing Corbin versus Gables. I hope they get a blow-off match where like there's a you know clear winner kind of thing. Uh like instead of just them trading wins and losses. Uh and the new day beat the OC uh in almost like a like a farewell song because like the OC had uh already been drafted to Raw by that point. Um so it was funny to see like they they fought against uh the New Day who did a neat little Susan G. Coman thing uh and then beat the the OC. When they did the Susan G. Comen thing, did you think they were gonna lose? I, I didn't think they were gonna lose. Um but I say all that to say, even with the draft even with the fiend stuff and all of that, the major, major news was the final match, which was for the SmackDown Women's Championship. It was Bailey's rematch against Charlotte. Charlotte came out looking cool. Bailey came out and she looked very subdued. Um and you could immediately tell something was different uh she had on not her flashy clothes and everything uh she had a jacket on but she didn't have like that same flash and pizzazz um but then you notice like her hair was like cut really short and black it was like jet black and then uh she took this object i don't really know what you would call it uh but it was like Almost like pickaxe E. But she like shredded all of the inflatable tube men. And then came down and just like stomped to the ring and like commenced to whooping on Charlotte. Uh put a real hurt on on Charlotte. Uh I mean she kicked out of her, you know, bailey to belly moves. Uh but she uh she did eventually uh win where Flair tried to hit her Uh, Tried to cover her after her natural selection. I was like, oh, dang, Bailey's out. And then, boom, suddenly, I don't know where Bailey, with the roll up, which again, the roll up, uh, won. And then once Bailey won, she got on the mic and told the crowd, "Uh, screw all of you. She said some other words too that uh, do not belong in the Quick Pops PG programming. But yeah, Bailey has done like a full 180 heel turn. And thank God that is what's going to save her character her career but especially her character because i love happy fun bailey as much as the next person but man like they absolutely needed to do something new with her and doing a full 180 like that mm, perfect i love it um but yeah that was the big smackdown news is we've got bailey's champ again and she's like heel champ so like it's it's cool i like it uh, the new look, the new attitude, the, the new music from what I'm heard. Like, oh, I like it. Uh, I don't know. It's really cool. Um, moving right along, skipping forward two days, two or three Fridays, I say, yeah. Um, over to raw raw was going to be, it was, this is going to be the redemption supposedly for raw. Uh, it wasn't, but it should have been the redemption for raw. Like, uh like what happened on Raw kind of thing. Um So Raw started and we had uh Becky Lynch versus uh Charlotte, I believe, to see who got first pick. Um Becky Lynch won because of course Becky Lynch won. Congratulations. That means Raw got first pick both times. Shocking. Considering they have to have four picks, whereas SmackDown, or three picks, and SmackDown only gets two. Uh, so shocking. Nobody, I guess. Uh, but this was night two of the drafts. There were a couple of more interesting choices on the, the the Raw night of drafts. Like You had a couple of NXT people get officially called up. You had a couple of 205 live people get officially called up like and cemented in a spot uh andrade uh came on raw he beat uh mustafa ali who i think is going to smack down if i remember i don't remember uh i like the picture that they have for him though very iron manny i know that's what they kind of try to go but uh i can appreciate it if you get with my drift uh so yeah andrade beat ali uh the one of the big things that probably wasn't meant to be a big thing but was um the Viking Raiders beat Ziggler and Rude, who immediately, like almost immediately, got drafted to SmackDown. So, like, they're not even gonna get a chance to get their Raw Tag Team titles back. Like, oh, sorry, you're on the other program now, deuces. Uh, I didn't mention it earlier, but that was another thing. So, uh, the Kabuki Warriors, Asuka and uh Kyrie they are currently your uh women's tag team champions the logic though is that they are booked to raw like that's what they are put on uh is raw so the way it works is they can defend it on either show but if they ever lose the titles then they are immediately like raw only so i like how they're doing that like there's it's if you want to jump shows you have to be the champ i wish they would do that for everything get rid of the universal title just have the wv title and if you're the WWE champ you can appear on both so that's just like a champ perk, I guess, uh, would be what I would say. But the Viking Raiders are your new champs, so that's cool. Uh, Alistair Black beat Eric Young. It wasn't even that much of a match. Black just destroyed him. Uh, the OC and the Street Profits have are going to have an angle now. Uh, the Street Profits are officially moved to Raw now. Uh, they were on NXT for a while. Even when they lost the titles, they, they acted like they were still on NXT but they got drafted to Raw on Friday I believe and now they have an official feud leading up with uh the OC what was interesting is later a 6 match uh 6 man tag was going to happen i imagine it's either going to happen next week but uh it probably will happen at like Crown Jewel or something just because that's what's you know coming up uh, but what's interesting is it's going to be a six man. So it's going to be like all the OC, AJ and, uh, Gallows and Anderson. Uh, but street profits are going to have to announce a third person and they, they know who they want, but they're going to keep everyone in the dark and they're going to make it a mystery. And so that was kind of cool. Uh, there's a lot of rumors. The biggest rumor I'm seeing is Booker T. Uh, I don't see that actually happening, but you know, t- it could happen. Who knows? Uh, maybe they'll have another NXT call up. Who knows? Uh, you had Ricochet showing off to Shelton Benjamin. Uh, Ricochet is you know really really good. Just needs to not be the next Gregory Helms. Uh, the Lana thing is still happening. I don't like. They really need to give us more than just these vignettes. Uh, Rusev wasn't even on the show tonight, so I don't know. Come on, I don't know. It's it's really weird how I how it makes no sense. Like, come on, just give us something. Put him in a match. You know, let's pay this off. Uh, Buddy Murphy defeated Cedric Alexander, which was a It was a really, really good match. Once again, proving that the Cruiserweights know what they're doing. Stop putting him in the pre-show. And then, like I was saying earlier, the Kabuki Warriors are on both shows. And it was going to be the Kabuki Warriors versus Natalya. And Natalya had to pick a partner. And Natalya picked Lacey Evans, who literally seven days ago, uh, she put her through a table and just got the mess beat out of her by Lacey Evans. Uh, but now they're friends for reasons. I I don't know. Um, but the big two big things that happened on Raw was the Crown Jewel contract signing. Uh that one was kind of cute. I mean it was like it was more silly, and I'm still not a hundred percent sold on the whole Braun versus uh Tyson Fury thing. What I did think was funny, uh was Braun like broke the table in half, but then Fury tried to break the pin he was holding in half. Um, it there was this like awkward like I can't actually break the pin angle kind of thing that they did. I don't really understand it. This is supposed to be Tyson Fury, but he can't break a pin, but Braun can just like two hands down break a table. Even it's gimmicked, we know, but still, uh. But that wasn't anywhere near, so earlier in the night, Seth Rollins said he was going to go fiend hunting. He literally had a little promo spot where he said he was going to go fiend hunting. Well, in the last few minutes of uh, of Raw, they showed a Firefly Funhouse. Uh, once again, there was Bray Wyatt, and he was talking about, like, oh boy, Seth Rollins, you know, we're still friends. That was a great you know fight y'all had and then rambling rabbit who is once again resurrected from the dead uh he said he was scared because seth rollins was coming and he uh bray was like don't worry he protects us he can't get in here and like on cue seth rollins appeared in the firefly funhouse put a beat down on bray Bray got up at one point and, and, like, seemed like a like a sad child. Like, why are you doing this, Bray? Which, to me, furthers the Bray and the Fiend are not the same person thing. Uh, like, Bray's trying to figure out, why are you beating me up? Because he doesn't understand, like, they're two separate people as far as Bray Wyatt's concerned. Uh, I can appreciate that, that little subtle touch. And then Bray, like, got knocked out. And uh, Seth literally like turned to the camera and said burn it down ha ha ha! it's cute his little catchphrase and then he literally burned down the firefly funhouse he set the table on fire and then flipped it over and it caught the wall on fire it was his whole thing like i don't know what they're planning to do with this uh because like i said earlier the fiend bray wyatt you have to say the whole thing because i think it counts both of them um he's on smackdown and Seth, shockingly, is still on Raw with the Universal title. They're not going to be ballsy enough to put two heavyweight titles on the same program and have a program where it's decided who's the bigger heavyweight champion. Uh, that would be a really neat story. But I guess we're going to have to wait till SmackDown to see how this Fiend thing plays out. Because now Seth is on Raw, so if the Fiend shows up on SmackDown, it'll be just him on SmackDown. Uh But yeah, that was, that was that, uh, the, the, you know, the draft went down. Uh, I think the biggest heartbreak for me was during the draft, Carmella got drafted to SmackDown and R-Truth got drafted to Raw. I may have those backwards, but basically the pair were split up and now they can't be the duo for the 24-7 title. And honestly, the 24-7 title is going to suffer. There was a rumor I read, big rumor, rumor time, uh, where they're trying to get rid of the 24-7 title, that it was a cute little experiment, but now they want to get rid of it, which it's going to make me sad because I still haven't gotten a t-shirt. Uh, I love the 24-7 title and all the ridiculousness that comes with it. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's sad to see it. Uh, hurts, hurts. Um, but that was WWE uh, once again in my opinion this past week this past time nowhere near as strong as AEW uh, the Smackdown premiere still was the Smackdown premiere uh, that we talked about earlier but uh, admittedly even though I'm a WWE fan at heart uh, AEW is putting on a more contested product although I've heard that NXT is putting on a monster of a product uh, in the short game it'll be curious to see if it'll last a long game but Raw and SmackDown are kind of suffering, but that actually applies for so everyone's been wondering like why SmackDown feels like it's supposed to, it's kind of like a letdown. Uh, well, supposedly I say supposedly this has been confirmed by WWE. Uh, so today they announced that uh, Bruce Pritchard. Am I getting that? Yeah, uh, Bruce Pritchard. I don't know why I was like wanting to say Terry because it's not. Um, Bruce Pritchard is lining up to be the new SmackDown executive director, which, if you'll remember, um used to belong to Eric Bischoff. And so Eric Bischoff is out and uh Bruce Pritchard is in. Now, you can look at it this two ways. One, ever since uh Eric Bischoff took over in SmackDown. It hasn't really like exploded, uh, like it needs to, uh, especially with the premiere being like big, but not like what. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But uh, I don't know. Maybe a fresh, maybe a fresh take is what uh, SmackDown needs. Not somebody just coming in, but just like somebody who's been in the business with WWE for a long, long time, which Richard has been. I mean, God, man, that man. Has been here since it was WWF and everything in between. Like, um, so there's that. Uh, so where else? We're, we're since we're playing the rumor rumor game. Uh, I guess we'll bring up another rumor uh, involving CM Punk, which if you've probably heard by now, he is, I believe, officially doing the uh the WWE backstage or whatever the heck they're calling it over on Fox Sports One. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. He's supposedly going to be on there as an analyst. But the rumor mill gets stronger and deeper because people have noticed today that on ProWrestlingTees.com, CM Punk has removed all of his merchandise save like one shirt. Uh, he pulled all of his merch. And the the rumor is that the only reason you would do that is if you were going somewhere else. You know what I mean? Uh so, I mean, uh I don't know. It's it remains to be seen. This is a heavy, heavy rumor. Uh and so I mean, who knows? You know what I mean? Like there there's no basis in it, I guess. Like everyone knows that uh CM Punk's going to be, you know, not necessarily working for WWE, but like working with WWE would it surprise me to see him make a return not really uh if you want my prediction in the here and now uh he will return at the royal rumble um yeah that would be basically my prediction is that uh if they're going to tease him or pull it put him in at all it'll be at the royal rumble so i don't know um uh, I think that's it for the rumor mill. And I think we're more or less done with the pro wrestling news. I've given a bit of opinions here and there. Nothing big has happened. Nothing major is like in the works story-wise that I'm aware of. At least nothing that we're not already being presented. Uh, so I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to say. The one thing that I did want to go over real quick before, before I left you. Uh, a lot of people do not like Crown Jewel. Uh, That has been a not direct, but very indirect uh, talking point on a lot of our podcasts in the past. Uh, There is definitely some, I don't want to say bad blood because it makes it seem like, uh, I mean, like there is bad blood in some cases. That statement is more literal than you realize, but I guess I wanted to make it more like, let's not just straight up, you know, put a, a negative spin on it at this point there is it's a lot of reasons to put a negative spin on it but that we're i'm talking all over the place now i guess to what i would say to that is a lot of people are unhappy with the deal that uh, wwe has with crown jewel and there's a lot of good reason behind it that being said it is the next upcoming pay-per-view as far as i'm aware Um, I'm sure there's something else and I'm sure somebody's screaming going, what about blah, blah, blah. Well, I'll get to it next week. I promise. I'm, this is what happens when you just have a day and you realize that you still have to make it work. Um, this is, this is what happens. Uh, I don't know. So how do I put this? Let's go to, let's break down the card. Let's just break down the card so far. Um, so right now. Obviously, we have Seth Rollins versus The Fiend, Brett Wyatt. Right now, it's it's a Falls Count Anywhere match. Uh, I don't really know. I don't know. I don't think they'll put the title on Wyatt. And so, they'll have to give a clean win to Seth. There's no way they can monkey their way out of it like they did at Hell in a Cell. And I don't know if they want to pull either trigger of a clean loss on... On... uh, that I don't think they want to get a clean loss to Bray, but I also don't know if they want to put the title on Bray. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and then we've got Brock versus Kane Velasquez. Uh, I, I think it's for the title. Um, I don't know if they do it for the title. I could maybe see Kane winning. If they don't do it for the title, it doesn't matter. I don't know. I really don't like it. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how they uh, how they break it down. But then, have, of course, we've got the Braun Strowman versus Tyson Fury match, which is going to be more about who can pull the most punches. But then as soon as Brock starts laying slams, it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Hey. Um, you've got the weird Team Hogan versus Team Flair match that they're working on. Um, it'll be interesting to see because, like I said, Seth Rollins will be in two matches that night. Obviously, they'll not hurt work him as hard in the Team Hogan versus Team Flair match, but it still kind of sets up like one match or the other is going to be very lopsided. Um, they also brought back the like the home crowd, hometown hero thing. Uh, Mansoor versus Cesaro. Um, I bet Mansoor wins because it's their hometown. And then they have what they're calling the largest tag team turmoil match. And if you don't remember tag team turmoil, usually it's like tornado tag team, I believe. I believe. Um, and it's going to feature the New Day, the Viking Raiders, Heavy Machinery, Lucha House Party, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, the Revival, the OC. Uh, what are they calling themselves? Uh, Rudolph, I think is what some I heard someone call it, but that's Dolph Ziggler and Robert Rood. Rudolph. Uh, I can get behind that. And the B team, uh, that's going to be a interesting match uh, because that's a lot of matches or a lot of people in that one match, uh, you know. And it's like what they're calling it is like the largest tag team turmoil. It's like uh I guess the way it is is kind of like a gauntlet match, not necessarily a tornado match. I got that wrong when I said it. It's kind of like an elimination match, but uh, like when they're eliminated, then uh, you know another team takes their place. So it's like a gauntlet match, but not quite like a gauntlet match. But anyway, that's a lot of people on that tag team. Uh, that's a that's a bunch of in and outs, in and outs, in and outs. Uh, I don't know. Right now, Crown Jewel's not selling me. I I mean, obviously, I want to see the Fiend again uh and everything that comes along with that but i everything else like eh i mean the man sewer versus cesaro match is like such a throwaway match it might as well be on the pre-show um the tag team turmoil match might be interesting team hogan versus team Flair will be basically to promote survivor series i don't care about showman versus fury i might care about brock versus kane if it's for the title and it looks like kane might take the title. Uh, I don't know. It remains to be seen, but, uh, that's all the news and opinions I can think of. I am, I am tapped for topics. Uh, my brain has been every which way. Um, so obviously we've got, um, obviously, you know, we've got like everything that goes down on AEW tomorrow. So that'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Uh, NXT as well. And like I said, we'll see what happens with The Fiend on SmackDown. And this will be the first like post draft wrestling on WWE come Friday. So, you know, everyone will be submitted in their places. Although there's been a huge rumor that there will be trades. Uh, They'll trade this person for that person or whatever. Uh, I hope they don't do what I think they're going to do, which is break up some tag teams because like Raw wants Big E or, you know, Raw wants Kofi or something like that. But it remains to be seen, so I don't know. Um, Thank you all for listening. I'm sorry this one's a short one. Maybe you're actually happy it's a short one and you're tired of hearing from us. I totally get that. But there's only so much that one person can talk all at once, and I have reached that limit. But uh, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, I know you're out there. Uh, get your friends to listen. Uh, I would love to hear from some more people. I'd love to interact with some more people. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at quick underscore pop. We'd love to talk to you there as well as our Facebook page, The Quick Pop Podcast. You can find us there as well. We also have a Discord uh, that I will be trying to link in each uh, podcast description. You can join our Discord uh, where we talk about news and and different things. Uh, it's still a pretty young Discord server but uh, I would love to have some people would talk through there. I am on Discord a lot and so if you want to get in there and talk about the shows as it goes uh, I would love to do that. If you want to talk about some news, drop some links drink, you know, if you've got a really, really funny WWE or AEW meme, I want to see it. Bring Bring it on. Um, we will see you next week. Hopefully, we'll have a larger panel. I imagine we'll have a larger panel of people. Uh, Jake should be back from his anniversary celebration. Uh, Ron will probably come back. Hopefully, Nell will return from his long hiatus if our AEW summoning ritual continues. Uh, but yeah, in the meantime, uh, let's see what haven't we told you to do in a while? Uh, take out the trash. Yeah, I mean it's it's piling up. Uh, honestly, you need to you need to Take that out and take care of it um, Those boxes, you can only jingo those things So many times before you really you really Just need to break down uh, And brush your teeth, as always uh, I'm Ace of Spades Card, thank you for listening to me Ramble for god knows how long I hope I entertained I hope I informed I hope I made a portion of your day Go by just a little smoother So thank you all for listening Bye now